Hello and welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show. We are your hosts, Chris and Philly, co-founders of a multi-award winning functional medicine practice, serving busy people with energy, mood and gut issues. While busyness, addictive doing, people pleasing and perfectionism might be the norm, it's not normal and it's a major contributor to health issues. Our goal with this show is to give you a holistic root, root cause approach to healing your body so that you don't have to continue doctor or diet hopping or popping a gazillion supplements hoping something might stick. So get ready to heal your body, get your spark back, deeply connect with yourself and step into the life of your dreams. Let's Let's dive dive in. Hello, beautiful people. We're so excited to bring you today's episode, which is a Connect the Dots episode. We're going to dig into a listener's case. Before we do, super exciting. Doors are now open to Ending Body Burnout Method. So if you missed jumping in last time doors were open earlier this year today today now Now. is the time to jump in if you want to heal your body using our root root cause holistic approach then this is phenomenal our clients who lean into the process just get remarkable results and you'll get a sneak peek into what it would look like to actually work with us in the ending body burnout method through this Um, episode today. More clarity, calm, confidence that you're on the right track, connection with the people that are most important in your life and with the things and stuff that's most important in your life that you're not connected to right now. And also next week, if you are a local resident to Devonport, Tasmania, we are kicking off our book tour, which we plan to travel around Australia, bringing you a live event, which is going to be really inspiring, help you to find that spark within yourself to end your body burnout and become more deeply connected to yourself. So next Tuesday, Tuesday the 28th. At 5.30 p.m., we are meeting at the Paranapple Centre um, as and in partnership with Devonport Library, which means that we've actually been able to do this event for free for you and the community. Limited spaces are available, so make sure you reserve your seat now. Yes, and we'll pop in the show notes a link to both the Ending Body Burnout Method if you want to join the program and also to the book launch event. Choom. Okay, so today we're going to put our detective hats on and connect the dots for a listener's case that was submitted. And this is quite an intense case. I use the word intense because this lady, amazing lady, has been doing all the things yet is still struggling with chronic fatigue and has a pattern of recurrent relapses. Like it sounds like the things that she has done, she gets some benefit, but then it quickly falls down the crack again. So I just want to thank this listener for sending in her case and letting us investigate this publicly. It is a big deal. We're keeping this completely anonymous as we always do with the connect the dots. Um, And if you like these types of episodes and you would like us to review your case, then go to the show notes and click the application form to send us your case. And who knows, your case may be on the podcast in the future. Okay. 
Now, before we jump into this, uh, today's case, uh, as always, our podcast episodes are for informational, educational purposes. Although we're taking our listeners' case and dissecting it, this is in no way advice giving. Um, yeah, this is not health advice or medical advice, so that is our disclaimer. It would actually be irresponsible of us to tell you what to do without actually sitting down and having an in-depth consultation or coaching session with you. So these Connect the Dots episodes always come from a place of, hey, here's a new perspective. These might be the missing pieces of the puzzle that you haven't yet thought about or addressed. All right. So symptoms, symptoms for this listener. Um, Like a big thing is chronic fatigue syndrome. This is the symptom that she has had for a very long time. In fact, I think decades. Um, But she also has and sometimes continues to still struggle with IBS. So bloating and reflux, histamine intolerance, exercise intolerance, sleep disturbances. And she's in her perimenopausal phase, which can really exacerbate issues for women as our hormones start to, to drop and change. So I always like to get an indication of when symptoms started first, what was happening around the time and what has this person tried so far because we're big believers of not inventing the wheel. It's like let's let's look at where those missing pieces are. So this listener actually gave us a lot of detail. So I'm going to read through it all and then we'll break it all down. So she said that her chronic fatigue started back in 2004 after years of what I would call chronic physical and metaphysical stress. So she had IBS post Giardia and yeast infections, multiple viruses from a work as a paramedic, lots of shift work, exams, sudden increase in responsibility due to restructuring para, the paramedic qualification, death of a family member and moved into a house that she later found was badly contaminated with toxic mould. So there is a lot of both like physical stresses, the infections, the mould, but also a lot of metaphysical stresses, the work, the exams, the deadlines, the changing up in um, work and also death and grief. Okay, so this lady has done a lot of treatment, which I'll get to in a sec. And what's interesting is she reported improvements with her symptoms, but... She has had multiple relapses with the most recent relapse in 2021 after pregnancy, having a baby, breastfeeding, death of a dad um, or her dad, moved to a country town an hour away from Adelaide with nil support, um, fell into the habit of bad diet, had COVID as well as the vaccination and there was a lot of extra stress within her marriage and Eventually, she resigned as a paramedic after 20 years, which she described as an identity crisis. All right. Now, the things that she has tried so far. There is a lot. Let me see if I can paraphrase all of this because, I mean, for people who are very knowledgeable or, you know, have a bit of know-how around functional medicine, you'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 I understand all that. If you're a listener with maybe surface level or not a lot of understanding in terms of functional medicine protocols, this may go over your head. (laughs) But basically she has treated gut infections 
um, yeast bacterial overgrowth, using a sugar-free diet, yeast-free diet, done lots of herbs to try and get rid of the bugs. She also got mercury fillings from her teeth removed. She's done a lot of supplements, magnesium, B12, multivitamins, adrenal support, mitochondrial support, liver support. Um, she also moved out of the mouldy house, uh, started thyroid medication, progesterone cream. So she's doing both nutraceutical or natural supplements as well as pharmaceutical medication. Um, she has changed her lifestyle in terms of reducing toxins in the home. And she did a chronic fatigue syndrome treatment program which include more supplements, a psychology program, talk therapy, NLP, EFT tapping, self-hypnosis, meditation. And she's done a lot of genetic testing and tried to support these genetic SNPs, which showed up as methylation issues um, with different therapies. And also let's chuck in some chiropractic work, massage, yoga, meditation, walking. Hmm. Okay, so this this tells me I haven't even like listed everything, but there is a lot of stuff. She has done a lot of diet changes as well. Um, and she did – so this first of all, this tells me that she is the type of woman that is like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, maybe even if it kills me. I'm get, going to get to the bottom of this, this type of person who has done this type of work and she has worked with some – I will say um, high ticket practitioners, she is not fluffing around. She is motivated or was motivated. She is trying all the things. She is throwing herself into the protocols, yet unfortunately things haven't stuck. She did say that she was able to work um, for a while doing a physical job, but the relapse in 2021 has caused the chronic fatigue to flare up again. And during this time as well, she was diagnosed with SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth um, and histamine and sulfur sensitivities. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to add anything, Chris? Uh, not just yet. Okay. <laughs> just dotting, just plotting my dots down on the page. Plotting his dots down. All right. So where do we go from here? So we always even actually, I do have yeah. something. Yeah, you you know, um, Titanic. What's Jack and Rose floating along, big boat, and uh, what sank the Titanic? It wasn't what the 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 captains of the ship were aware of. You know, it's the thing that sinks our ship isn't usually what we're conscious of, what we're aware of. It's usually the thing underneath. It's that, I don't know if that's scientific in terms of the Titanic, but, you know, like we, we're aware of stuff. These things float to our surface awareness like a like the tip of the iceberg. And symptoms, like what this this listener's outlined here, they're, they're the th she's just articulated and described her iceberg tip, right, underneath her iceberg in the unconscious, the subconscious, underneath the surface is something bigger. Every behavior has a belief underneath and the, the way the body functions is a behavior. The way we choose to, to operate and the strategies that we adopt are behaviors and underneath all of that are beliefs 
And so I think what that's what we're going to get into today is is some of that stuff, but also looking at um, something that was really interesting was when the listener um, uh, moved on in life from a paramedic of twenty years and the identity shift and the identity crisis that void void of self when that kicked in I've I've been there before few times and and that can have a physiological effect as well, well. It's, and the reason why is because it's dangerous it's yeah. dangerous to the it's system risky. it's who even am i yeah. and so then therefore the unconscious state freaks out it's like oh gosh we don't even know and so therefore it's not safe to be us and then it sends a message to the person to the conscious mind and generally that's through pain. So generally that's where people will experience physical, chronic health issues or maybe, you know, things have been plugging along okay and then all of a sudden there's a major flare-up or a major relapse. I'm also picturing this this Jack and Rose Titanic thing that's that's floating around floating around the oceans that our listeners on, metaphorically speaking. I it doesn't sound calm. It sounds rocky. Mm. Sounds turbulent. Sounds like there's an element of force in there. And and I think you're not going to be able to heal if you don't find the calm. Mm. You gotta find you gotta find the calm. You gotta look underneath and and that nervous system has has uh, a lot to, to say about these symptoms. So I'm, I'm interested to dig into that. But let me get back to plotting some dots. <laughs> yeah, well, we will. So in our ending body burnout method, we, we believe there are two causes of body burnout. So one is physical or from physical inflammatories. The other is from metaphysical inflammatories. And so physical inflammatories, I mean, this lady has listed a bunch. Giardia, yeast infections, mold, poor diet, Metaphysically inflammatories are all the things that are happening in the unconscious state and in your thoughts and in your emotions that are causing um, that nervous system to become dysregulated. Now, what happens if only one side is addressed? And this is why we've created our method. If only one side is addressed, if only you work on the physical but not the metaphysical, then often people don't get results or sometimes they get great results but it's not long-lasting. And on the other hand too, if someone only works on the metaphysical but there's some real big overgrowth of nasties or very big deficiencies in the body, again, it can get – it's really hard to get full resolution. So let's let's dig into both of these causes and I thought that we'd actually do something a bit different in this episode and we pulled out a model that we do use with clients um, in our ending body burnout method and specifically Spark, which is the metaphysical lab testing and healing side of things. So Robert Diltz created a framework called the Diltz Neurological Levels and it's a fantastic model that can pick up any missing pieces in healing. So do you want to give a, just a quick overview, Chris, on the levels of the DILTS pyramid? So right at the bottom we've got environment. Yeah. So, so I, like, I like going up the pyramid and I like then going down the other side of the pyramid. So to look at current state or present state where you're at now – figuring out what are the environmental factors that, that are present 
in your in in your world, in your life, in your health, in your awareness, and then you go up a step. Uh, and there's behavior on top of that. There's capabilities, what you can do, capacity, uh, and then 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 on top of that, there's beliefs and values. Climbing on top of those, sitting on top of those, from a neurological perspective, is identity factors, and then up the top is more like a purpose. Uh, it could even be spiritual type type deal uh, up the top um so environment behavior capability beliefs and values identity and then purpose mm. now what what we see and what was also my personal experience is that when someone feels chronic health issues body burnout they feel like it's it's physical and, you know, because that's where the pain is. And so then most people will only tap into the first three bottom levels of healing. So the environment, which is not just your external environment, but in this model, I would also call the body as the environment. So people will be like, oh, I've got a symptom in my body. Okay, well, um, that must mean that I need to take a supplement or a medication or do some lab testing or get a massage or whatever it is. Um, and then they will do things. So their behavior will change as they try to heal the body. So that is, you know, now you're doing the diets and now you're doing the exercise or backing off on the exercise and then capabilities are the skills that you have as well. So over time, um, like for me, for example, I went from eating just your regular processed crappy foods to, ah, now I'm going to have to learn like what is whole foods and what works for my body. And so so a lot of people stop only working on the body and the behaviour and, and the protocols and the strategies. And they're completely missing deeper unconscious core beliefs and then therefore their identity, who they actually are. And this is what we've found is the missing piece in healthcare, including in a lot of natural therapies, which is why we created our ending body burnout method. Because personally, I saw I wasn't getting long lasting results, just sticking with the physical healing. And also many clients too, were not getting better or not staying consistently well. So if we break down these levels, um, just so that you can see Using this uh, this listener as an example and how this actually looks like in the pyramid and what we think may be the missing link. Again, this we could sit down with this lady for 90 minutes or longer and maybe we'd think something completely different but just going based on the information that has been given. So environment. So it sounds like this lady has done a lot of work on the environment. Definitely her physical doctor, her physical body, sorry. <laughs> she's worked with functional medicine doctors in the past. Um, it sounds like she's done a lot of tests and supplements and diets and mercury feelings removed and moved out of the mouldy house, went low tox. So she has done a lot of work on the environment, both her home environment and her body home environment. Re, just like in terms of like little missing links, it wasn't really clear what testing she'd done on the body systems, although she did say that she'd done adrenal and mitochondrial support. So I'm guessing maybe there was testing there. If not, I would suggest test not guess because sometimes that isn't out of whack and you were treating the wrong thing or sometimes it is, 
but it is really depleted or really broken down or burnt out and then therefore the supplement protocol, for example, might not have been enough to even move the needle. Also, when I think about chronic fatigue, um, I think about both gut and detox pathways, which again, it sounds like she has treated, and also the neurotransmitters. Now, this is something that wasn't mentioned in the case notes, may have already been done, but I'd definitely be thinking about where the adrenaline, serotonin and dopamine neurotransmitter levels are because this can definitely show up as chronic fatigue if the brain isn't addressed, especially if it's showing up as like mental and brain fog, um, mental fatigue, low motivation. So, I'd, yeah, I'd be just from that side of things, I'd be really curious to just really identify what lab testing has been done and what are the actual protocols. Something that I learned from Dr. Kalish when I did my three-year mentorship with him in functional medicine was that, you know, and this is him being in clinic for 30 years, he's like, I get a lot of clients who have worked with a lot of practitioners and when I actually look at their protocols, they're hardly taking enough in terms of dosages to actually move the needle. And that's what I have seen now too with clients who have worked with other practitioners. Before we go on to the next one in behaviours and actual capability, I think it's important to, to just articulate why this is all a problem. And, and I love asking this question in coaching because the, the problem that, that someone comes in with is, is – Almost never. I would I would stake my claim as to say I don't know if anyone has ever walked in ever <laughs> to with the the real problem. You know, with some digging we can excavate down and undermine these these beliefs. So so I'd like to know like what's the problem with being like this? Why is it a problem that that our listener has these things? And and if you're if you've got similar sort of situations, ask yourself like why is this a problem for you? And you might hear me say that and you're like, what do you think? And and I might probably it think sucks. I hate it. Yeah. I might think the same thing as you, but it's not if I put my beliefs on your problem, then I'm now I'm biased and I can, and the, the space is no longer clean. I can't really be a good coach for you. So I, I'm challenging uh, listener and listeners to just clearly articulate and dig down a little bit, do a little bit of archaeology and put your Indiana Jones hat on, have a little fossick around and find out why is this actually a problem? What's the impact that this is having on your life? Like if if this is such a complainable issue, why? Why is that a problem? And then whatever you say, ask yourself the question, and why is that a problem? And whatever the heck you say to that question, ask yourself again, and why is that a problem? And you just keep going and going and going until you kind of start looping and saying the same thing. Uh, This is easier done in a coaching session. I'm just talking about it right now, but, but really articulate why is this a problem? And sometimes... The reason why you come in to us, my health issue, um, let's just say SIBO, blah, 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 all this sort of stuff, that's actually not the problem. It's actually not the problem. There's, there's something else. There's greater impacts. There's greater consequences. And 
you can start to, when you get to those root problems, you can start kind of thinking laterally because these problems, the real problems start showing up in multiple areas of your life and therefore they become patterns. Mm. Yeah, not just your health, not just your body, but it's mm. like, oh, if I'm really honest with myself, showing up in my relationships, showing up in my work or business, gee, it's even showing up in my finances. Um, yeah. I, had a, I had a client the other day I was talking about um, uh, some health issues and after a bit of digging, we got to the point that it was a, like there was a communication problem and it was a communication with herself. Like I'm not listening to myself, I'm not listening to my body. But then where else is that a problem? I asked the question and I was like, in my relationship with my husband, in my relationship with my kids, my friends, I've had big falling outs um, in the past and and it was the same thing, just different. And sometimes you can bang your head on a brick wall for health issues and you can force yourself to chug down supplements, shakes and all sorts of yummy stuff or you can really just address the root root cause. Mm. And that that brings me back to the DILT's logic, neurological levels. So after environment, there's behaviours and then capabilities. So, so it's interesting what Chris just said in terms of you could force yourself to do the things like – if we go back to the case, supplement protocols done, tick. Diet done, tick. Lifestyle changes done, tick. Gee, I even did a psychology program and talk therapy and NLP and EFT and self-hypnosis and meditation and yoga, tick, 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 tick. So, so it doesn't sound like this lady hasn't got results because of lack of willpower. <laughs> but then the question that I... I that just pops into my head is well why hasn't any of this helped because when I talk about when I talked about earlier body burnout is a cause of physical inflammation and metaphysical inflammation and she's just lifted up off some modalities that can support the metaphysical but why hasn't this helped well I feel and again don't know this lady at all but I wonder I wonder if none of these healing protocols have helped because it was done out of force and self-discipline and willpower and perfectionism and maybe even fear as well. It's just like, oh gosh, I hate feeling like this so I have to try really hard to run away from my pain. Um, and actually in the case notes too, this lady identified with patterns such as feeling anxious, worrying, overwhelmed, stressed out, a lot of the time, as well as overdoing, addictive doing and workaholic. So that kind of tells me that, yes, she probably was doing all the right things, but not being the type of person to then be able to heal the body. It was almost like sometimes people get a protocol or a treatment plan and they just do it like a tick list when it's kind of like, well, hang on, that is broken rapport because the reason why you're sick in the first place is because there's a broken relationship with self. And so if you go full on like a bull into trying to heal, but you're not even listening to yourself, you're just trying to get rid of the pain, then your body's going to keep talking to you in very significant ways and probably getting louder and louder and not allowing even any reprieve. 
And I'm talking from personal experience too because it got to a point where it's just like, yeah, I'm not going to let those diets work for you this time. All those supplements, all that meditation, all that breath work, all those holidays. I'm just going to keep giving you pain until you actually look at the root cause, the root root cause. It's uh, so mum. If you're listening, my mum, oh, Vicky. But you're calling not, me mum. I did get a bit preachy. Sorry. <laughs> no. Not sorry. I was, um, my mum. I remember when I was a little boy, and she'd come in, and I'd be, I'd be looking around my room. I'm like, yeah, this is a mess. I got to mm. clean this up. Okay, what am I going to do? Let me make a little plan here. I'll be planning. I'll put my army men in the bucket. I'll, I'll uh, put my socks away. Blah blah blah. blah. Thinking about all the all the ways I'm going to improve the room. Mum walks in. She's like, Chris, you need to clean your room. And it was just like this this <laughs> rebel just took a hold of me. I was like, nah. I was about to, but nah. And and sometimes our bodies can get like that <laughs> this little rebel child we we just ah we just force ourselves to do the things and it just i don't it even stops listening no i don't think the body's even a rebel it's just loving you it's loving you so much that it's willing to give you pain so that you're at some point you finally listen like it's not fighting against you it's fighting for you mm. A good metaphor. I just like slightly. You, twist you said it. differently. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you weren't doing. You weren't saying no, mum. I'm not going to clean my room because you deeply loved loved her. You were just being a little rat. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So the missing piece we feel in the DILT's neurological levels pyramid is highly likely beliefs and identity. And again, this is a this is a huge part of our ending body burnout method process. Yes, we work on the physical and the behaviours and the protocols. But if the beliefs, like if these deep unconscious core beliefs, which are the machine that drives everything, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your behaviour, and even the state of your body systems because your unconscious mind where the beliefs are stored is controlling every chemical reaction in your body, then it's really hard. Like that's often the missing piece that people are just not aware of. So again, like, of course, you know, to really identify this, we would need to have a consult or a coaching session to really dig into, well, how, what did you do with the meditation and the hypnosis and NLP? Because these are modalities that can shift beliefs and then therefore shift identity. But the proof is in the pudding. I always think the proof is in the pudding. If the body is still sick, there must be deeper unconscious self-limiting beliefs and a crisis of identity still stuck in the unconscious about maybe something around being broken. Like maybe every cell in your body, like deep beliefs around, yeah, maybe I'm just broken and then therefore I cannot heal. Or maybe I'm not worthy of healing. Or maybe it's even unsafe to be well and to heal. So that's the type of stuff that just makes all the difference, especially for someone like this who feels like she has done all the things. So in my book, <laughs> we taught, we, we, I, I say we because everything in the book, Chris is the co-author, contributing author. 
because we talk about all of this stuff all the time. But um, I don't write anything down. <laughs> you don't write anything down. Therefore, I am the main author. Philly has definitely written every single word down in that I have, book. I have done all the hours. I've spoken it. <laughs> <laughs> and so we talk about this, this difference between doing and being. Like doing, you could do all the things, but if you're not being the type of person that deeply believes that you are worthy enough to be well, that you love yourself enough to be well, that you're not broken, that you just need to do the steps to get well, then healing doesn't happen. And in my book, um, this is actually, I adapted this from one of my old coaches, Jamin Fraser, Um, but in my book, I've got a list of all the things. So if you're showing up with self-discipline where you're just doing the things rather than a deep love and self-permission, which is the opposite, then it can show up in different ways. I'll read a few things, but if you want to read the whole thing, you can get my book. Um, So self-permission, first of all, can only come from the unconscious state. So it's not something you can just consciously say, oh, yes, I just give myself permission to relax today because that's only coming from your conscious mind, which is only from 5% of your mind. So when you can – so self-permission comes from the unconscious and it only comes when it's safe to succeed, when it's safe to succeed to be well, when it's safe to heal, when it's safe to be out in the world. And until that happens – you will only ever be stuck in doing the protocols and then therefore that actually becomes quite traumatic to your body and to your system because you're not listening to yourself and you're trying to force change and healing because there's fear underneath it which will just cause more fear and more internal stress. And then therefore how the heck can your body systems heal? So for example... um, If you don't have self-permission, if you're just doing the things, it will often show up as a behaviour management strategy. Like it only ever deals with the end product. I want to be well or healthy. Never the production line and therefore it will only produce short-term gains. Self-permission focuses on changed beliefs which then automatically changes behaviour and the state of your body. Um... Oh, another one that I just is just like, oh my gosh, yes, wow. So when you're doing, when you're just doing out of force or fear or willpower, it's cruel and unnecessary and it ultimately violates your relationship with yourself and can lead to trauma or more trauma. It requires you to fight and dominate and control yourself to win to get the results and it feels like you're just you're climbing a mountain as opposed to if you had deep self-permission because it's safe to succeed, it is 10 times more powerful and a sustainable form of motivation and it is kind and loving way to access the best of you. And in order to do this or to be this, it requires you to listen to yourself, to trust, to forgive, to accept yourself and to release the handbrake so that you can just naturally even effortlessly flourish and move towards your goals of being well. All right. So we hope this has helped 
you to gain a different perspective on chronic health issues. Chronic health issues in general, but also if you're listening and you're kind of like, I do feel like I've done a lot of stuff, but nothing's changed or nothing is consistent in my results. We hope that this is, especially for people like you, have given you hope that there is still a way, there are still missing pieces in your health journey and in your ability to heal. There's one last thing that we, I don't know if we've said this one succinctly, but but another thing is think about how your health situation is actually serving you. Um, and and I might that might be a, like a little butterfly gift that I float out there to you without digging into podcast on that coming. Yeah. Soon. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, be, because uh, along with my point on how is this a problem? Well, what if we go the other direction? Well, how is this serving you? How is this benefiting you? What is this getting you out of? What What is this getting you out of? What is this your Charlie and the Chocolate Factory golden ticket to 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 la la land? You know how? Where is this giving you access to in your life, or, or getting you out of? Um, that'll be an interesting thing. What's the secondary gains? What's these little sneaky benefits in there? And you might think, well, how is this serving me? It's not serving me at all. I hate this. That's interesting. See if you see if you can identify a way that it is actually benefiting you. Mm, I just had an idea because there is a podcast episode that we haven't recorded yet that is digging into that. I might even do oh, a fun. little little poll in stories or a little question box with that question. Just have a think about it. Pop your reply and then it would be cool if I can pull some out of the stories or out of the comments or DMs and break it down. Mm. Now, if you enjoyed these Connect the Dots episodes, I guess if you're still listening, then you've at least semi-enjoyed it. (laughs) Or if you have your own health issues you're currently struggling with or trying to work through and you'd like us to anonymously review it like we did today, Go to the show notes and click the application form and send you send us your case. And don't forget that the Ending Body Burnout Method program, the doors are now open. So if you want us to personally guide you through our holistic root, root cause approach and we have a very systematic and structured process to get you from A to B, then go to the show notes also and you can join right now. You don't have to have an initial consult. You don't have to have a free discovery call. You don't even have to email unless you're very free too if you want to, if you have questions. But if you're just like, no, my heart is saying yes, I'm being called to do this, click the link in the show notes. The page is also chrisandphilly.fm slash method and you can join right now and this will also enable you to fast track your way to meeting with me as opposed to waiting until January which is I'm currently booked out just for the usual connect the dots initial consults. Um, And also for any local Tassie peeps, we're holding our first live book launch event in Devonport next Tuesday at the Paranapple Centre in partnership with Devonport Library, which has made it free for you. There is limited spaces. We can only fit 60 people in the space. So go to the show notes and reserve your spot. We are one 
tenth of the way there. One tenth, yeah. Okay, and this is us recording we just, it we just, a week in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that, also, okay, <laughs> if you are a Sydney listener, we are coming to you early December. I'm still finalising location and dates, but look out for the next event. We're so excited. We haven't done a live event for probably Bookers. since COVID. Oh, yeah. So we're super excited. Mm-hmm. All righty. See ya. Have the best day ever. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate you. If you'd like to give us extra smiles, drop us a review and spread the love by sharing this episode. You can also rate your own state of burnout and the root cause contributors by taking our Ending Body Burnout Assessment on our website. And if you're interested in learning about our group or one-on-one Ending Body Burnout programs, shoot us a DM via Instagram or Facebook. Have Have the the best best day day ever. ever. (laughs)